Hey, this is Nick here, senior writer over at Sports Pack 12. And this is going to be our mailbag question segment. So send in your written questions wherever the frick you are in the conference, baby. Send them in. Send them in. And I'll respond via podcast form. And fellow senior writer Dane Miller will respond via written column. So seriously, send them in. I have a lot of fun doing this research, giving back the knowledge, the love, learning your concerns, all that, baby. We got the love, the knowledge. I'm going to give back to the people. Got to do it for yourself first. That's my ethics lessons, but then I'm here for you, the people. So from down south to Arizona, to east out to Utah, to east, to the west out to the Palouse of Washington State, we got the Cali schools, we got the Oregon schools, we got Buffs Nation. If I forgot you, I'm sorry. In all seriousness, in its in our entirety, we make up the Conference of Champions, the Pac-12, and we're better for it. So without further ado, send in your questions. Let's come together and la 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 la. Let's get to it. Happy Friday, y'all. We got the final mailbag question of the weekend coming in from down south in San Antonio, Texas, and it is from Barton. So today's question asks, yo, Nick, what's up? How many teams in the pack go bowling this year and which ones? Thanks. So first off, literally the first thing I thought when I read this question is that Barton is a really cool name. I mean, that just that's literally the first note I took. I, I really, really appreciate the name. So we have a lot of teams to cover here. Eight or nine, so let's get right to it. Going to spend less time joking around than usual. And so I'm going to get, well, right to it. So I've broken down the bowls into Tier 1 and Tier 2. Obviously, Tier 1 being the more elite bowls. And the first team I have listed is going to be UW making the Rose Bowl this year. So they have a new head coach in Jimmy Lake. I think Jimmy Lake's going to be freaking phenomenal, man. You thought the Chris Peterson dogs were good. I think they're just getting better. He was the mastermind behind their defenses the last one or two years. And he's just going to be so tough. I mean, you can expect... A tough, physical, real dangerous team that no one else in the pack is really going to want to face. On the offensive side of the ball, I believe they're going to implement the same style, hard nose. And this is one thing that UW is probably lacking the last couple of years, to be quite frank. So really, they're going to be very tough. And I don't think anyone in the Pac-12 can hang for them. If you're kind of looking for a couple more reasons why I have them at the top of the conference, they really can't get worse at the quarterback position next year. I was an absolutely huge Jacob Eason hater. Still am. I mean, in the NFL, I hope he does well. But I thought he was terrible. And really the reason UW struggled so much last year. I thought one of the most vastly overrated college quarterbacks in history. Hands down. So, yeah, I think that the team's still hungry. I mean, they lost a lot last year. And they have a lot of talent on that roster still. So I think the offense is going to be vicious. Defense is going to be vicious. And be ready for UW. Woof, woof. I think that's how they do it. And number two, headed to the Alamo Bowl, I have the Oregon Ducks. Again, another amazing defense. So U- UW and Oregon have that in common this year. And I just I just don't see them getting better with the loss of Justin Herbert. This is a two-loss team last year. Yeah, they won the conference. They won the Rose Bowl. So does this team really make that next leap to college football playoff, losing a first-round draft pick? Sounds like a lottery pick, in my opinion. I think the NFL's opinion, too. But, like, yeah, I just can't, I can't see them getting better with losing Herbert. On top of that, Mario Cristobal still has a losing record as a head coach. So that's only the reasons they're not number one. I mean, this is still Oregon. <laughs> let, let, let's get that straight. So they'll be neck and neck for the best team in conference this year and very, very freaking hard to beat. Again, their defense should be phenomenal. But again, just the loss of Herbert, I just don't see him getting better and not enough to win the conference, that's for sure. So Oregon and the Alamo. You're looking at the kind of Tier 2 bulls, this could be Tier 1B if you really want to be nice, but I'm not going to be nice. So this is Tier 2. I have USC in the Las Vegas Bowl, and their offense is going to be phenomenal this year. Keaton Slovis is back for his sophomore campaign. you got Amon Ross St. Brown and Tyler Vons, two very speedy wideouts who can cause havoc all over the field. 
it's USC, so I mean they're gonna have a couple other stars out there, <laughs> couple probably freaking the whole team. It's USC, so again I think they're gonna be that third best team in conference in, but not in that elite bowl skit. Whoa, struggling there. Not in those elite bowl games. I mean I just don't think they're gonna be good enough. It's a weak South, but USC just still hasn't proven that consistency really. I mean their defense was beat up last year. A lot of injuries to the quarterback position. So I just don't think they're going to be as good as Washington or Oregon. But I do think they're going to be very solid. I've been a Clay Helton defender from the beginning. And I do think he's a very, very solid coach. He's going to get the job done this year. Will the... the uh, what's this bowl called again? Will the Las Vegas bowl be called? Um, good enough for USC supporters to keep him around? I'm not sure. But it will be good enough, you know, to get him some notoriety, right? I mean, it's not a bad bowl. That's for darn sure, so... Bottom line, have them in the third slot. Heading into number four, we have Cal in the Los Angeles Bowl. And again, catching the theme of the conference here. And I want to say really quickly before I dive deeper into Cal, the conference is much improved this year. And I really, really do believe that. I think it's just a lot of good defenses, a lot of good coaches around the league. And I think they're going to be tough to beat for anyone. I've been a huge hater on Pac-12 football. Still think the SEC eats them for lunch and Big 12 and Big 10 and pretty much every other conference, but I still still do think the Pac-12 has gotten a lot better, and I would be, I think, lying to y'all if I didn't say that. So again, hopping back to Cal here at number four, the reason I noted with this is like, even though I'm talking about some of these teams' downsides, with the exception of UW, I think that Oregon's going to be very good. I think that USC is going to be very good. Again, just maybe not good enough for their standards, and I think Cal's going to be very good at the fourth slot, and I've them headed to the Los Angeles Bowl. Again, another amazing defense, very... Justin Wilcox's defense are always good. You got Chase Garbers is back at quarterback. And he was undefeated last year. So that defense, Chase Garbers being back, they return a lot of star power on offense. Well, they don't return star power. They return a lot of players on offense. They didn't really have any stars last year, with the exception of Garber. So, again, good offense, good defense. I don't think that they have enough talent, though, top to bottom to hang with a team like USC, Oregon, UW. So that's why I have them down at the fourth spot. But again, I think this is a very tough team. And I think they could actually pull some upsets in, like, if there's non-conference play this year. So I do think Cal's solid. They will need to replace their two starting safeties and linebacker Evan Weaver on the defense side of the ball. So they do return eight players, but they do some key, key pieces to replace. So just want to throw that out there. But again, Cal at that fourth slot, Los Angeles Bowl. Very good, but not elite. You're looking at Utah at number five in the Holiday Bowl. And essentially, they lost all their star players, man, for like everyone. Tyler Huntley, Zach Moss, Lekai Fotu, Bradley and I, Julian Blackman. And so they're like, they're the Utes, so they're not going to recruit with the likes of Oregon or SC. But it's still the Utes. So every team coached by Kyle Whittingham is always good. No fun to place. And they could pull off a lot of upsets. And if any team on this list would make the huge jump to the top, essentially the Rose Bowl, it would be Utah. I have them again in the Holiday Bowl, which is a pretty reputable bowl. I mean, let's let's not sell them short. This is a very solid bowl game to be a part of. But again, I just don't think they're going to be able to really respond from all that lost talent last year. And it was a loss. I think their defense will be fine. They always are. They're always good. But offensively, that's a lot to replace, specifically in Zach Moss. I think that dude's a freaking beast. And he was really the enforcer. And you're not going to be able to find another player like that, at least not immediately. So again, the U tier at the number five spot in the Holiday Bowl. Hopping down the list, we're getting towards the end here. I got Stanford in the Red Box Bowl. I have it written down as Red Bull, but I believe it's called the Red Box. So again, last year it was an anomaly. Their offensive line was destroyed. Just talked about it up top. Actually, we haven't talked about it yet. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about it with my next team here. 
essentially, you don't got a line in football. You don't got a chance. It doesn't matter how good your wideouts are, your halfbacks, your quarterback. You can't block for them. You can't play football. In what's Stanford known for? Their physical style of football. So just losing all those guys in the offensive line last year destroyed them. And I think they're going to be back and be good. Again, David Shaw's consistently been a winner. So, I mean, why would this trend just magically disappear over two seasons? Again, it is possible. But the reason I have them making a bowl game, they've retooled the offensive line. They should have a lot of really solid players, honestly, from returning players, transfers, recruits, a wide variety coming in. They also have a great quarterback in Davis Mills. Very, very highly recruited. I believe the top recruit in the 2017 class of the quarterback position has been a while since I looked at that research, so don't quote me on that exact one. But I believe he was the top prospect in 2017. Double check yourself. Don't quote me. I'm not promising that that's factual. But they also have wide out Simi Fajoko. I'm not sold on, but he should be enough of a playmaker to give him some sort of option. So Stanford, again, going to be improved. I'd say that like 8-5, and 7-6 and six mark. Find themselves at the Red Box Bowl. And bottom line is, I just don't think they have enough consistency on offense or defense to be higher on this list. Really don't, but they do have some very good playmakers. Again, solid offensive line, good quarterback, and their defense should be pretty good. I mean, David Shaw's defenses are generally pretty solid. Last year, again, it was just such an anomaly. And so, hopping over to the seventh team in the last guaranteed bowl spot, we got the Sun Devils of Arizona State and, well, the Sun Bowl. I'll probably just put them there because it's easy and it's fun. But no, in all seriousness, ASU is a hot pick to win the South this year, and... Just as I was talking about Stanford, man, their offensive line lost five starters last year, or excuse me, this year. And this is from a team that I believe allowed 33 sacks last season. So this is just a troubled, troubled unit. You're losing five offensive linemen. You're losing wideout Brandon Ayuk. You're losing halfback and no Benjamin. So it really is just going to be sophomore quarterback Jaden Daniels. And granted, he's probably the best quarterback in the Pac-12, but no offensive line, no one to throw to, no one to run. You're going to have some hard times man it's not going to be all cakewalks when you're losing that much talent Herm Edwards can talk about replacing it but you lost a lot last year and I said it before I'll say it again Brandon Ayuk having that elite wide out that true elite wide out not like a Simi Fajoko but a guy who can go and get just about everything that's such a such a blanket for a quarterback and it's going to hurt Jane Daniels not to have him still think Jane Daniels is going to be amazing but ASU's offense is really really hurt defense should be cute I mean, they return a lot of production, but uh, yeah, I just don't think they're strong enough to stop a team like USC. So you got ASU and the Sun Bowl, again, because why wouldn't I? It's the Sun Bowl, and it's Arizona. It makes sense, right? You're looking at the final team I have on this list here, and it's going to be two choices I mentioned at the top. You got WSU or UCLA, and this is going to be the Independence Bowl in the final spot for the Pac-12, bowl, bowl game number eight, team number eight, however you want to look at it. And so I'm thinking for WSU, should be enough of Mike Leaf's talent or Mike Leaf, Mike Leach's talent to kind of propel the team offensively. I mean, a lot of those guys are still on the roster, and Mike Leach did have some talented wideouts, some solid quarterbacks. So you'd think that they should find some sort of success. However, the what's it called? Run and shoot offense of Rolovich is very, very kind of hard to implement. Places a lot of pressure on the wide receivers. And with the lack of spring ball, I think that WSU really could struggle. So this could go two ways. They could be very hot. They could be very cold. I would guess somewhere in the middle, and that's why I have them as kind of one of those iffy bubble last bowl spot teams. The other team, UCLA, I think they're going to suck. I really do. So, Nick, why do you have them on this list? Because I remember Chip Kelly Oregon, man, and I remember how good they were. (laughs) Very close to winning the national championship good. So I don't want to say he's dead in the water just yet. Again, I think they're going to suck. I really do. That's just coming from my (laughs) 
<laughs> that's a, yeah. I think they're going to be bad. But I think that, you know what? He has some history. Maybe he makes it work. So for that last spot in the Independence Bowl, we, in the Independence Bowl, we got WC or UCLA. Not making it this year, you got University of Arizona, Oregon State, and Colorado. I'm not going to break them down because they're not making it. So that's what's up. And again, really quickly, got eight teams in the Pac-12 making a bowl game. UW in the Rose Bowl, Oregon in the Alamo Bowl, USC in the Las Vegas Bowl, Cal in the Los Angeles Bowl. How many times can I say bowl? Stanford in the Red Box Bowl, <laughs> Arizona State in the Sun, in the Sun. <laughs> I like that reference. In a WSU or UCLA in the Independence Bowl. Again, great question, Barton. I didn't I didn't have to scroll up and look at your name again. I just knew it off the top. That's how cool your name is. Thanks for the question. And from Seattle, I'm out. Have a good weekend, y'all. Deuces!